This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. This is Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Stand up straight. Happy birthday to you. Good evening and welcome everyone. I'm Michelle. And I'm Stephanie. I'm Clayton. I'm Beck. And you are listening to the, uh, perhaps a little disorganised, <laughs> but crazy Stand Up Straight, where we aim to provide a vehicle for the allied supporters to stand up for our GLBT and our community to encourage and create greater inclusion, share stories, give advice, create dialogue or introduce a new way of thinking, but most importantly, to facilitate change towards greater acceptance of our rainbow family in all its shapes and sizes. Thank you to a fabulous Thursday afternoon with Chris and Cam. Great gossip, great music and probably a bit of dancing uh, dancing music, I dare say. To uh, The Informer, a fabulous uh, current affairs show that you hear at 6.30 till 7, Monday to Thursday. And to Ben for the news. So uh, tonight is all about Stand Up Straight celebrating three years that we have uh, been on air. Uh, the music that you heard and would hear hopefully every single Thursday when you choose in at, uh, when you tune in at seven was created by the one and only Dean Beck who has joined us in the studio. Wonderful to be with you on this very special occasion, Michelle. And the reason I've got you in, Dean, is that apart from being a friend, you uh, put that music intro together for me, and I remember when you played it for me and you sent it to me, and I was at home. And all you I said, I want one like hide and seek. Yeah, well, and it's so close, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, and you sent it to me and I rang you and I couldn't talk because I was just crying. The only difference was hide and seek took me three weeks to put together and you <laughs> gave me about 48 hours. I don't think I gave you very much time. But also another reason for having you on air here tonight is that you were a pretty hard taskmaster and I learned a lot from you and I probably never realised what I was doing talking to you was creating this knowledge base and I didn't I don't think I realised that at the time but uh, you were very strict on me and I remember you showing me the clock and for those oh you were just the, giving me so much crap about I can't do this and I can't do that yes. and I knew you could do it and that's that's why I was a hard taskmaster and, and look three years down the track I know. you have achieved extraordinary things not only only for this program for but for this station and uh, you've put a an entire new demographic into the mix and that is our allies that wasn't there before mm. and you've created a space for them you've enabled them you've uplifted them and empowered them to stand up for us and we can't thank you enough thank you and um i wanted to publicly thank you for being uh, a bit very big part of this show in the beginning and we've done a few programs together we did one um about being useful in the community and and useful to our friends and family and so on. And you do a lot of work here at Joy. And um, I um, I know I'm probably not alone that um, in the studio here, we've listened to some of the uh, radio that you have produced exceptionally. I know Stephanie and I have listened to um, 
hide and seek, and I don't know if that's yeah, a weird which thing to really do. disturbs no, me. No, well, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle said to me before you came into the studio, and Dean, that everything she had learnt, she'd learnt from Dean Beck. And I said, well, funny you should say that because everything I learnt, I've learnt from Dean Beck too, from listening to Hide and Seek. And we all had a bit of a laugh about that. But uh, well, Stephanie wrote um, at uh, about this time of year, mm-hmm. actually, three years ago, an extraordinary letter which I read on air. Mm. And broke down in the middle of yeah. uh, just explaining how important joy was to uh, to people that initially we don't uh, expect to be listening, and mm. that's people like her. And it was so beautifully written, and was so special, and it remains very special to this day. And I use it in my training. And that letter, we uh, that piece of you reading Stephanie's letter, I played on my first show. There you so go. yeah, and do you know you'd be surprised how many allies Joy has out there? You know, when I talk about Joy and and being a presenter here and and listening, you know, years ago when I first started listening, the amount of people that say, "Oh yeah, I listen to Joy. It's a great station." Mm. Allies, just regular folk who mm. love Joy. So and they should become a member of this fine station. They have till midnight tonight to go into the draw for a brand new Holden Spark, and uh, membership is uh, very easy to do. You just jump online at joy.org.au, sign up and become a member member and support shows like this. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you, Dean, very much. We'll let you rush off and uh, do some Go back program. to my grant you're, writing. <laughs> you, and you're part of the Informer team. Yeah, well. look, I'm exhausted. It's been a long election uh, lead up and uh, we've got Saturday night to go on mm-hmm. air with Macca and Pete Dillon, myself and a few others. And uh, once we get that out of the way, we can all have a rest. Exhaled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, Congratulations uh, on three years. Thank you very much and thank you for all your support, Dean. Uh, we're going to go for a short break, come back, chat some more, have a think out there about what your top threes are, whether it's your top three, your, your, your favourite singer, your favourite restaurant, your favourite city, favourite show on Joy, whatever. Send us a message, 0427JOY949, or send us an email on air at joy.org.au. And you can even phone us um, on... Oh four two seven five six nine nine four nine. That'd be the SMS. Oh, um, one three hundred. Join nine four nine. Sorry, <laughs> you are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy ninety four point nine. Three years ago was the beginning of Stand Up Straight, and over that time, I don't think there's been a show that we haven't learnt something from. Three years ago, my understanding of an ally was perhaps a little simplistic or even naive. I remember thinking that it was my duty to change the world and save every GLBTI person I knew. That was the weight I put on the program, and as dramatic as it sounds now, it was how I felt, and how could I let the community down? I've had guests allow me to ask them anything, scary at times and an honour to at others. One of the great moments I have been sharing is is at the microphone with my son. Having him and my husband and my friends proud of this work cannot ever be understated. I thought if you just liked or accepted GLBTI people that that would be enough. I have since come to realise that sometimes it is far more than that. Creating a safe place to fall is also being part of being an ally. We've had guests speak of horrid lives, prejudice, extreme homophobia and transphobia, losses, successes, the bear community, HIV and AIDS, 
sexual health, fabulous workplaces, same-sex parenting, coming out, transitioning, famous GLBTI people, long-term same-sex relationships, sex on premises venues, mental health, inspirational young people, Eurovision, faith and sexuality, disclosure, marriage equality, bisexuality, parents of gay and trans children, guests such as Jodie Wilmer talking about Airbnb, the Purple Bombers, Daniel Whithouse, anti-homophobia campaigner, Rowena Allen, Victorian Gender and Sexuality Commissioner, Nigel Williams from the ANZ Bank, Brock McLean, Carlton football player, Pete Dillon from Cravings and the Joy Patrons. The list is enormous. And we ask, and when we ask of their experience of being allies in their lives or being one, most often they mention the same things. Someone that has supported them, not judged them, stood up for them, defended them, said they didn't care about their sexuality and perhaps most importantly, genuinely wanted to educate themselves or others. Stand Up Straight has had tremendous support from Joy, our guests and listeners, and it will be remiss of me not to express my gratitude to those that have taken time to be part of the program. In the last 12 months or so, we have gone through some changes, with both Clayton and Stephanie joining the team, and more recently, Beck. They've brought freshness, ideas, passion and new perspective, and such a pleasure to be able to, be con- able to continue with these exciting people even though they might not we might not always agree we will continue to promote inclusion diversity and tolerance in all that we do i love this program and i love that we have been given this platform mostly we love what that we are making a difference one thursday night at the time so i wanted to read that because i probably couldn't put together all the things that i wanted to say but um when you've been on air for three years it's very hard to sum up what you've what you feel or what you've done and I can't do that it's extremely difficult so the only way for me to do that was to list some of the types of shows that we've done and it blows my mind and Michelle it was great to hear all of those shows and and to hear that that little um, retrospective I just want to ask you it's been th- you know three years since you have uh, started this show and over those three years, I'm, I'm sure you've seen loads of changes and people come and go from joy. Mm. I, I imagine when you started the show, you were the only straight in the village. <laughs> but now it's amazing when I come into the studio, there are lots of allies here. Mm. And, and one of the things, my, my, as I said in, in what I just then, that an ally is not just someone to the GLBTI community. As Clayton often says, we, he... he is a gay man that is an ally to the trans community. And I think the thing that I've learnt the most is that there, I've, I've learnt and had to retrain myself to not have judgment about anybody yes. by what they wear or who they sleep with yeah. or who they don't sleep with or where they live or anything. I, it's just I, I, I'm astounded by the fact that I don't, that I don't let stuff shock me. It, I just see it as oh, wow, that's something different or something I didn't know or something I've learnt. But that's also training too, I think. And I think, you know, the more you train yourself that way, the more, I I guess, the more tolerant you become and Mm, the more accepting mm. and understanding. And coming into Joy gives you a wonderful point of reference for so many different things because you meet so many people that oftentimes we wouldn't cross paths with as as, yeah. as sort of straight allies. And I think that that's what I realised when I when read the types of shows. I mean, who 
who meets in their entire life what we can see when we walk in the door. I well, I think that's the amazing thing, you know, as the Johnny come lately of the show. <laughs> when I when I listened to the show before I was on with you guys, I thought, oh, I'm always learning something, listening. And what's interesting is being actually on the show, not only do you learn what what the listeners are hearing, but also you learn so much about like what you were saying, Steph, about it, Joy, all the people that you, I've come into contact with who I wouldn't meet in my everyday life. Mm. So I think it's it's even, it's been more of an education for me being part of it than actually listening to it. Yeah, and I think, um, and I didn't understand the gravity of, and this isn't big noting me or anybody, I didn't think I realised the gravity of being an ally and how important allies are. And I know that when I'm out in the broader community, and I, and I talked about this about a year ago on air, where um, a girl at work made some awful, horrible statement about a lesbian, and I, my it came from my core. I was so physically angry and I couldn't speak to her because I was so wild. And being an ally is... is it, it takes so many different shapes and I think I've I've learnt that and, and I, it's only probably in recent times that I realised that we are we're doing a good thing as well and that sounds simplistic but I, I think we are and I didn't realise that it would be so important when I started. But it does become instinctive. You know, I was in, mm. in a situation where I, I had a, a colleague talk about a group of people who were um, attending one of my services and talking about them as cross-dressers yeah. And I said, no, what you've got to understand is they're not dressing up. Mm, mm. They're transgendered people. You know, this is, this is how they live their lives. And, and just spend a little bit of time kind of explaining. And, and, you know, my colleague was very grateful to understand that. But people in the broader community often don't understand and are often happy to be, you know. Do you feel either of you, Beck or Stephanie, that you have to stand up on a soapbox more frequently? Do you feel it's almost like a bit of an ob- obligation or a duty? I think um, probably subconsciously, yes. Mm. You know, I think I I said it the other week when we did that amazing show about Orlando that those sort of things made me realise I was more of an ally than Mm. I perhaps thought I was. And I guess it's that instinctive, it is that instinctive nature now that when you see something or hear something, um, A, to address things that are inappropriate, but B, also that opportunity to educate people about Mm. things that they don't have the privilege of understanding in the same way Mm. perhaps that we do because of what we can do here at Joy. Mm. Clayton, I'm wondering, um, do do you? I know we've talked about um, allies a lot, but do you need them as personally, or do you think uh, do you think allies will ever like lose their the the? Do you think they're always going to be needed? I suppose. I would hope they're not always going to be needed, mm. but I think they're always going to be there, whether they're needed or not. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think they're really important for our community and there's so much that wouldn't happen without our allies. And there are, if you look at percentage-wise, there aren't that many GLBTI voices, actually. And without our allies, those voices would be not very strong. Because so, I have heard it said that sometimes the allies have hold more weight because you don't necessarily... You're, you're having to support somebody, so therefore people want to know why and therefore that person's voice perhaps potentially could be, even be a bit louder, you know, as an ally, you know? Absolutely. You're, you're speaking from a different place than the people mm, who are mm. GLBTIQA, etc. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So you're speaking from a completely different place, which I think is an important thing as well. Mm. So uh, we have had some messages come in and some Joy memberships. And as Dean Beck just mentioned before, is that you have up until midnight to become a member of Joy. We have also had a message in from Amy and... Uh, 
we've gone international. We should have had that applause ready. Uh, um, <laughs> you have allies listening from Musket in Oman in the Middle East. Love the show and a big hello to Beck. Love your work on the show. Beck, that's from Amy and the others. Well, I think, Michelle, tonight our show's about top three and Amy's definitely one of my top three friends. Is she? Yeah. Why? why? <laughs> I've she sends not, messages like that. She That's does. Right. <laughs> she, um, uh, Amy's like my sister. We've known each other our whole lives and our families are majorly intertwined and, mm. you know, it's nice. to. I feel like she's not so far away when she can message into the show. Yeah. That's really nice. So thank you, Amy. <laughs> uh, we've had um, a membership renewal from Tim in North Ritzroy. Thank you very much. We've had... Uh, Jenny from Castle, Maine, has renewed her membership and also Peter from Thornbury. So thank you so much for everybody that um, is um, has been uh, a joy supporter and there's many, many different ways that you can be a joy supporter, uh, not only as a member but also um, as a volunteer here at Joy as well. On top of that, from James from... Carlton North has donated two hundred dollars to the <gasps> station as well. So thank you so much. Wow, and I think I, I'll, I might just re- resurrect this button. <laughs> um, and we are so close to our target. So if you haven't renewed your membership, or if you want to make a donation, you've got till midnight tonight to go into the draw for that fantastic. Uh, car, the Holden Spark. So you'd love to have one of those zipping around town, wouldn't oh, you? Yeah. Um, this is uh, another message coming in. Hearing the incredible amount of uh, the incredible amount of impact that Stand Up Straight has had over the last three three years just goes to show how important and original and special this show still is. I've been jumping through hoops to find Wi-Fi somewhere in Antwerp, so I'm glad I finally did because not only can I. Be, can I be part of your three-year celebration? But I'm also reminded of just how much you guys have covered on this show. Mum, you deserve to be... I can't read. Okay, I'm going to finish off this for you because this is what I do at my funeral services when people can't finish their tributes. So here we go. <laughs> Mum, you deserve to be so proud of yourself because what you've created has now created a new perspective that really makes you reassess what it means to be inclusive. <laughs> Very proud of you all and happy third birthday, Stand Up Straight. All my love, Nelson. And for those of you who don't know who Nelson is, Nelson is Michelle and Stephen's son and he's currently in Europe and this uh, beautiful message is headed up at Belgium Calling. So, Nelson, thank if you're listening, you. thank you. Your mother is in a corner sobbing. Um, but yeah. she'll be okay. She'll come back together in a moment. And um, I haven't with- seen him since mid-January and um, I miss him terribly. And he's, um, he's not the reason that I started this show and some people think that perhaps that's why but he has been the initial catalyst and um i will forever be so so bloody grateful that i've got a gay son i tell you um i've been yelled at across the desk with hand gestures by clayton we're gonna go for a break you're listening to stand up straight on joy 94.9 
this is Adelaide, and you're listening to my mum, Stephanie, and Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Get the party started by... Uh, At Joy 94.9, there are approximately... Well, we're having all sorts of fun here in the studio oh, tonight no. because we are getting the party started. That was Shirley Bassey and you're here celebrating our third birthday with Michelle and Beck and Clayton and Stephanie. And we have had lots of love and joy this evening. Mm, Peter from Thornbury um, became a new member, but he also made a donation of $116. Peter, thank you so much. And I know thank that you you, um, you gave Betty a beautiful message to pass on to us. So thank you for your kind words. That thank is so, yeah, it does. It's a nice feeling when you're in the studio and um, and you get you get messages and and uh, it's actually a really lovely feeling, isn't it? And we have had another membership come in from Ken in St Kilda. So thank you, Ken, for joining. It's been a bumper show for membership. So fantastic. Well, it's not too late. They've got oh, hours. They can still uh, become a member. Join and up. memberships will be an excellent birthday present for Stand Up Straight. Oh, well, there you, go. there you go. Yeah, you're all over this. See, or any listeners at all, really. Any, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind. For a friend. It's, yeah, yeah. Right. We've had um, another message come in from Sylvia. She's listening and congratulations, Michelle, and Stand Up Straight for three years of informative and enlightening programming. I share your tears. That may or may not be from my mother, who's probably crying at the same time. I wonder where I get it from. <laughs> Thank you, Mum. And I will say on that... Um, my mother, she'll hate me for saying this, is 80 in about five weeks' time. She's the hippest and grooviest and funky 80-year-old and she listened to Joy. Now, she's heard, not dissimilar to what Stephen and I were saying um, about listening to Hide and Seek, but my mum has heard stuff on this show that I, she wishes she'd never heard sometimes and, and it's been an education. But she's another ally, you know, a different generation and I know she... Um, uh, will jump to her grandson's defence or, or the GLBTI's community's defence when she's in a situation. She perhaps might not be as verbose as I might be, but, um, you know, allies are every, every age. And we are a family-friendly show, Stand mm. Up Straight. We do love our families. Last night, um, my mother is here from Sydney at the moment, and she was, we were in the city having dinner, and I said, come on, I'll show you joy. <gasps> and you? and I brought her into the studio, and it was a really proud moment for me because mm. Um, mm. I got to show her, you know, the studios and what we do here, and James happened to be here. I said, oh, this is my boss, James, and, you know, <laughs> she shook his hand. And, you know, it was, um, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a proud moment for, for me. It is a lovely Lovely place to be. I just am going to say that my grandmother has two queer um, grandchildren, and yeah. and on the, uh, my uh, my cousin who is the other queer one has two children. So she's my grandmother's got a queer extended family as well. So does she wear us a little bit of a badge of honour? Do you think? I don't know. <laughs> that, is, that is your homework. Mm-hmm. That's what you. Uh, that's what you have to do. Um, We've um, indulged uh, ourselves probably for this first part of the show, so we'd love to um, have, uh, continue our theme of threes. I think it's start our theme. Start our <laughs> yeah. theme I'm pretty of sure threes. we haven't got to it yes. yet. Yes. Some people have been They've worrying been about getting old. Um. Yes. <laughs> They've been, so being our third birthday, we sort of thought let's come up with our top threes or three of our favourites such and such or whatever. So really interesting, in, interestingly enough, the four of us kind of had different perspectives and different ideas so which was definitely the intent of giving out the topic it was yeah to take it from whatever angle you wanted to take it yeah that's right so um go on who wants to start i'm gonna shut up now 
It's All right. Th- that's one of my top three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to start with the top three news stories in the, those three years. So 2013, of course, the uh, Stand Up Straight launches on Joy 94.9, which is probably the biggest news story, but no, really. Proposition on. 8 and Doma struck down in, <laughs> and in California, paving the way for the state's equal marriage law. Um, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis released Same Love, big, big moment for the GLBTIQ community. And Robbie Rogers, who was a Leeds United player, comes out. He quits football in the UK and starts to play in the USA. Wow. So they were the, th- the top three news stories in 2013 in the GLBTI community. And for 2014... Aussie snowboarder Belle Brockoff joined the GLBTI cause at the Winter Olympics at Sochi. Mm. Um, Conservative Catholics ca- uh, challenged Pope Francis's more moderate tone for towards LGBTI people. And very sadly, six HIV/AIDS researchers and advocates um, were amongst those on the Malaysian Airlines flight on their way here to Australia for the AIDS 2014 conference. So mm. that was a really big moment and very, mm. very distressing moment for, for our community. Um, 2015 saw Ireland vote yes to marriage <laughs> equality, which was fantastic through a referendum. The U.S. Supreme Court legislates same-sex marriage, um, making history. And, of course, Caitlyn Jenner um, on the 25th of September officially um, changed her name and her gender. And one last thing, Daniel Andrews marched in the Gay Pride March in 2015. So there are my top three news events for those last three years. What you did miss in 2014, which was I'm very disappointed in you, is that Michelle Barber was nominated for Ally of the Year at the Globe Awards. Because you know what else is going to come next? I no idea. (laughs) Um, That same year, Clayton was nominated and won for Volunteer of the Year 20, and that was in 2014. And I remember Clayton coming to the studio, I interviewed yourself and David McAuliffe mm-hmm. from Globe, and um, who headed up the, the awards. And I think we struggled to get a sentence out of you that uh, that night, Clayton. A little bit, yeah. Um, I was freaking out, and yes. Um. So for those that have, have listened to Stand Up State for a long time, you would realise and know, hopefully, how much Clayton has grown and blossomed and all of that kind of stuff. And and that was my integral, first time in the Joy Studios. I, it was. Mm-hmm. But you're an integral integral part of the, the, the growth of this show and that success. You've, you podcast, do a lot of work here at Joy. And um, panel, teaching Stephanie to panel now. Yes, and you making just, all of our next. technology work <laughs> and our Facebook page look great and yeah. podcasts and tweets. And, yeah, and for those of you that have not seen, Clayton has made the most spectacular stand-up straight birthday cake, which is in the reception area of joy that we're going to devour when we scream out of the studios at 8 o'clock. And it, they can see it on the Joy Facebook page as well. So do yourself a favour and go and have a look. That's great, Stephanie. It's really nice to, to it, again, it's about memories, isn't it? Yes. And coming back to the things that, um, that we thought of. Um, Beck had a really interesting and a different um, type of top threes. I did. Well, I think I told everyone last week that I'm a family lawyer. So I spend all my days talking about divorce and all my spare time talking about celebrities. So I found my top three celebrity divorces and my top three celebrity oh. weddings. <laughs> I could talk about these for ages, but I might just give you a couple of facts on each one. So my first uh, top celebrity divorce is Donald and Ivana Trump, who divorced in 1991. Oh, who said that wouldn't last? Really? (laughs) 
My favourite fact of their divorce, and for the record, Mrs. Trump got uh, $14 million and the old Mercedes. Oh, the, the old oh, one, not oh, the new not one. Not a new one, um, poor thing. But apparently at one point in the middle of the settlement negotiations, the Don had to speed off to an awards dinner for Muhammad Ali in New Jersey, make a speech, and then came back to the divorce negotiations. So, That's multitasking. How long were the divorce negotiations? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Um, my second of my top three celebrity divorces was Paul McCartney and Heather Mills, which you might uh, oh, I remember recall that one. was very that was, well publicised at the time. Isn't she in a dancing competition as well? I think so. Ooh, my favourite fun fact from that divorce was... Uh, Paul McCartney's lawyer, Fiona Shackleton, who left the courtroom with a wet head after apparently Heather poured a jug of water over her. (laughs) Rumour has it that after the judge had ruled and left the courtroom, the lawyer said, loser, to Heather. Heather dumped the water over her head. As she should have, I think. If it was only like 10 minutes earlier, it would have been in contempt of court. That would have been much more fun. Correct. Luckily, no one's ever dumped a jug of water over my head in a courtroom. Oh, you're too... There's still time. The... Oh, well, I was going to go the, the moral high ground and oh. say, no, you're too much of a nice person. Yes. Oh, sorry. What I Michelle? What Michelle said. <laughs> um, my third top divorce is one that I only read about today. An ex-model, Christina Estrada, who I've never heard of, but I'm sure she's very famous somewhere. Um, <laughs> in her list of demands for her divorce settlement, she has listed some of her spending needs, yeah. which include... $99,000 a year for shoes, $50,000 a year for Wimbledon tickets, not, you know, general admission. Of course not. $140,000 to buy two new watches every year and $18,000 to attend Sir Elton John's annual white tie ball. Oh, well, she's really doing it tough. I know. Oh, I feel for her. Oh, I, I feel do. for oh, her. Yeah. She's uh, just like, she's just what, like one of us, us commoners, isn't she? She is. I mean... I have that much on my watches every year. I <laughs> uh, just want to read out very, very quickly a couple of other memberships. Mark from Clifton Hill has uh, just become a member. We have had a message in from Sarah. Happy birthday, Stand Up Straight. Congratulations to Michelle, Clayton, Stephanie and Beck. Thank you very much. And uh, congrats, Michelle, on your three years. By far my favourite kitchen table to have a cuppa around the, in Radio Land. Mwah! That is from the beautiful Daniel Whithouse. Uh, and I just have to say, Sarah is actually a very, very dear friend of mine and has been on the show on tw- once, actually. No, it was supposed to be twice, but she got sick. So, yeah. Thank yes, you, for everyone. So. And um, really nice to get the uh, get the messages from our, our past guests and that have all been part of the growth of the show as well. And from Dean from the Woods, that happens to come up at 9 o'clock every Thursday night. Dean from Northcote, congratulations on your birthday. We can barely believe that you are <laughs> turning three. Oh, I love that. And they sent bear hugs, which I know, Clayton, you love bear hugs, don't you? I don't mind twink hugs. Any hugs are good, really. Uh, <laughs> a hug's a hug, really. We, uh, thank you so much for all the messages. Keep coming in and um, you can still uh, become a Joy member if you want to. Go to the face, uh, go to the Joy website, click on a button and become a member. You are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy. Be an ally. Talk it out. Educate yourself. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Welcome back to the party of the year. Stand Up Straight's third birthday. (laughs) Thank you. That's just, is it really the party of the year? We're having a party in here. Um, It's, um, how does it feel, Beck, to be part of a team like this? I mean, your work is one thing. So um, uh, being part of a team like this, is it's kind of an odd 
dynamic because you don't really know any of us. Yeah, it haven't for a long time. It's know. interesting being the new kid on the block, but everyone's mm. been very welcoming. You haven't locked me out of the studio or no, hazed good thing. me or <laughs> no, switched your mic off. Yeah, or... that's right. <laughs> like Kate's got a finger yeah. on the button. But I, oh, well done. I do know you're very good at research and you may have a couple of more. Couple more. You, you went with the divorces. You I did. Three divorces. Weddings. Now I'm going to oh, go with my top three. Trashy? Are wedding. they trashy? Well, they cover my two favourite things, um, <laughs> royals and the Kardashians. Oh, God. Yes. Some might say they're royalty. If you speak to Chris and Cam, they probably would. What if you speak to me, they are. <gasps> I'm really? very, I take More the, Cam, I think. Do, yeah. do, you, <laughs> so too. do you love the Kardashians more than you love Taylor Swift? Oh, oh How can you like, compare? I don't have children, but I imagine it's what it's like to choose your favourite one. Really? Yeah. Beck, for such an intelligent woman. I can't believe you're saying this stuff. Just so we're clear, I'm judging you right now. (laughs) This is the judge Judge, look hand hand on here. We started the show, Beck, allies, and say, we don't judge anyone, and here we are. (laughs) I didn't say that. That's our escape clause. No one's an ally of Beck right now. I'm not an ally of the Kardashians. I have to to fess up about that one. I'm sorry. Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Chris, Caitlin, Caitlin, Kendall, Kylie, if you're listening. (laughs) Because they would be, of course. Come dancer, come prancer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feeling judged now? Bad? Soldier on. Judged with love. Judged with love. Soldier on, Beck, go do it. Well, I'm going to start with my uh, Well, one of my favourite celebrity readings, which is Charles and Di. Oh, yeah, we all love that. Um, Look, there's many facts about this one, but there was a couple I liked, which was about the vows. Firstly, Diana got Charles's oh, name wrong. Right. Instead of uh, Charles Philip Arthur George, she called him Philip Charles Arthur George. So oh. awkward. At least she didn't start. call him James because you know about James, don't you? Yes. Mm. At least she didn't. What? Mm. What? What? And he didn't call her Camilla. So mm. yeah, well, we'll tell you off air. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also interestingly. Di didn't promise to obey Charles as part of the vows. They eliminated Ooh. that and apparently it caused a sensation at the time. Oh. My next celebrity wedding Did fun she, fact. She says it with intrep- intrepidation. I know, it? I'm scared now. Could I just say one thing before you, you start? Yes. Because we've just had an, a message come in. Just letting Beck know, I love the Kardashians and I'm an ally. No judgment from me, Amy. Mm. Amy, from you, overseas, Amy. Amy from overseas, Amy. Amy from overseas. She's my one fan. Uh-huh. Your one fan. Mm. Uh-huh. I pay her well. <laughs> Thanks, Ames. Um, the next celebrity wedding is uh, Di's son, Prince William. My childhood really? crush. Mm. Childhood my partner's crush. Childhood, childhood crush too. <gasps> really? And I have a story which is totally embarrassing, but which I probably shouldn't tell. Oh. It's too late now, go! <laughs> yeah. Apparently when the Queen landed... I just totally hijacked your thing, I'm sorry. Um, when the Queen landed in Cairns, where he was living at the time, he went to the airport and held up a sign saying, hello, my future mother-in-law. Oh. If you know my partner, that is utterly shocking. Since he won't say anything, he refuses to go on air on the show, even though I've tried. He just, uh, no But he went to the thing with that. and didn't. Yeah, he doesn't listen, so it's all good. That's, um, a gra- that's, that's amazing. That's a great story. I would do that. <laughs> Not with the Kardashians, you, Kardashians, you wouldn't, well, would you? maybe. Soldier on Beck. I know, I know. Many fun facts about William and Weighty Katie, oh, they as de- we call her. That's what they Because she waited for so long. Oh. oh I thought you meant I thought you were alluding her to her weight. Size. Oh, I was thinking, she, my God, she's so slim and beautiful. No, that's what we oh. call Weighty Katie, because oh, she had to wait yay. for so long for him oh. to pop the question. With Di's engagement ring, how long have you people got? She's anyway... <laughs> But my favourite fun fact was 
Kate and William's wedding day was a public holiday, but the country's largest rail union kept its head office open because it opposes the monarchy and the staff could choose whether or not they worked on the day. <gasps> and what Ooh, did they do, I wonder? Mm. Did they work? Oh, you wouldn't work. No, of course you? not. Come on. Get the day off. Now, my final top three of my celebrity weddings is the biggest royal wedding of all, Kim and Kanye. Mm. 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 Kim Did did she choose him because he's got the sound? I suspect so. There were were many fun facts about this, but my favourite was Kanye's speech, which apparently during which he said, Kim is way more beautiful than I am talented. (laughs) Mm. Well, that's a given, really. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's my uh, top threes. What, oh, we are so judgy. What's the attraction to them? Because I, I absolutely don't get it. And I'm, it's more a curiosity. Okay. Well, it, a little bit of it's the car crash factor. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. 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 That's the curse sound. Car crash. Car crash. Ca- Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And they're just fun. They're just are super they? fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, fun. Look, Michelle, if we're being really honest here, yeah, I could please. tell you, I follow them all on Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat, oh Facebook. I know all their what they wear, where they go, what they eat. I've Googled the salads that they eat. <laughs> You've gone too far now. Too you far. can't go back. You cannot take those words no, back. I can't. They're on is radio it because, forever. Is it because they're so, so different to us? Is that what the fascination is? A little bit, I think, yeah. I mm. have less vacations in private villas at Bora Bora. <laughs> I think we need to move on to Clayton's top three. <laughs> oh. Let's get a bit more highbrow here. I'm going to leave uh, people waiting for mine. And so we could come back in just a few moments and let them know. Click the switch on your air conditioning and money gushes out your windows. Hi, I'm Rick from Happy Tin. We window tinted St Vincent's Private Hospital. The savings in electricity paid for the window tint in 18 months. Happy Tint Stop the Money Gush. We can do the same for your business. So call now and I'll show you how. Happy Tint your home, your office, your car. Call 1-800-HAPPY-TINT. Visit happytint.com.au. Joy Sponsor. The hilarious musical comedy Avenue Q will return to Melbourne for two weeks this August. Winner of the Tony Triple Crown Award, including Best Musical, Avenue Q takes you on a journey where Sesame Street-esque puppets rub shoulders with humans. Prepare to be launched into a world of debauchery where puppets and humans mingle with outrageous consequences. Starring Joy's very own Lula McClutchy, don't miss your opportunity to see Avenue Q at Her Majesty's Theatre from August 3. Book now at Ticket Tech. Joy Sponsor. You're listening to Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. She's my mum. For my top three, I yeah. have gone with the movies. Because Yay. I do, I do love Something the movies. Something I can relate to, <laughs> Beck. <laughs> so according to Internet Movie Database, which is my favourite source for movie stuff because it's based on lots of people's opinions, not just any particular one person, the top movie of all time is actually The Shawshank Redemption, oh, so, yes. which is an amazing movie. Yeah. You yeah. can't see him or hear him because he's got no microphone, but he's in the studio, Stephen Barber. If he had ten thumbs, they'd all be up. That's, mm-hmm. I think, his favourite movie too. And I've just bought it in Japan to make my partner watch as well, um, so you can watch it in Japanese. Um, <laughs> so, um, the second and third are both Godfather and Godfather 2. So, yeah, like? I, I don't agree. But, you know, what, what do you like about this is, I don't. This, oh, you is don't? The, this is the world's opinion, not mine. Oh, I've actually never seen Godfather and Godfather 2 because I hate gangster things. Oh, um, no, I love them. Now, the yeah. highest-ranked queer film on that list, even though it's technically not in the top three, was quite. Was about 215, was The Imitation Game, which wasn't a bad film but was quite offensive in its inaccuracy in of his life. It wasn't 
accurate at all. Um, so I looked for a list of the top three queer films. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sort of, this is just people's opinions, but Time Out um, Online said Brokeback Mountain uh, as number one. So I don't agree either. Um, it's it's the book so much better. And Boys Don't Cry as number two, mm. which I've never seen, which is terrible. Do yourself a favour. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so. Great cast. Yeah. And number three, Happy Together, which is a Hong Kongian film. Hong Kongian? In Hong Kongian. I don't think it's an actual thing, but I made that up. <laughs> and very quickly. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Who know? Uh, very quickly, my top three queer films are Mysterious Skin by Gregor Aki at number one. Uh, all about my mother, or Todo sobre mi madre, uh, Pedro Almodovar. Oh yeah, uh, Moldova, Sorry, I get that wrong every single time. And beautiful thing by Hetty McDonald as the director. And I have seen the latter two both on stage as well. Oh. So, wow. and I will stop talking now. No, you're allowed to talk, Clayton. That's what this show is all about. Oh, I lie. I'm actually so my <laughs> first three, my first three queer films I ever saw. I actually know which was Trick. Get real and like it is. So. Do you? I'm judging by the pronunciations uh, that they are. I don't know what foreign films. Is it? Is are you drawn to those type, those nationalities or those countries because it's a different angle, or is it? that it's just more true to life? What's... I think it's just the quality of the filmmaking and Is just it? being a little more out of the box and a little more interesting yeah, often. So yeah. those things. So you don't want the cliche or the corny or anything like that? No, not like really. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little and bit more intellectual than the Kardashians. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, no, just... only just slightly on a couple of those. Um, but <laughs> the... Um, my top mysterious skin is actually an, is an American film, but it's um, quite horrific in its t- take. But it's it's mm. also beautiful at the same time. So mm. um, it's I won't go into the topic; it's too in depth. So. But people, we will put that on our Facebook page, perhaps, sure. and they can uh, look and experience themselves, mm. can't they? Absolutely. We've had some more messages come in. Thank you, everybody. Um, it is lovely to uh, receive your messages. Good day, Michelle and team. Very happy birthday from David and the team at Bent Notes. Happy birthday. Bent Notes is a fabulous, fabulous jazz show that is on Sunday late afternoon, early evening. I apologise, David, but it's evening. I think it, it's it early. Is, it, it is the, evening. The, the I think be- it's after um, Queen of the Night, isn't it? Beautifully presented radio, very slick, and David has the most beautiful voice for radio. Yes, he's um, a, a great show. Uh, happy birthday, Stand Up Straighters from Nurse James. We've had a donation of $30 from Nicholas from Windsor. Thank you very much, Nicholas. And also a membership has been received from NADA in Preston. So we're getting heaps and heaps of memberships. So it's not too late. They can keep going to We may have the same amount of memberships tonight as we did when we had our actual um, gra- oh, no, no, the, the, the um, Radiothon show. Radiothon yeah. show. So I... Um, uh, what are your three favourite cities, Michelle? Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, comedy, huh? Do, do we press a button now, Clayton? What is the dumb button or whatever? Um, the, um, one of the things, uh, three favourite cities, New York and Melbourne. And I came up with Chiang Mai's, uh, which is um, uh, in, uh, in Thailand. But Melbourne has got to be one of the best cities. And when you travel a lot and you come back here... I think we realise how lucky we are. I think. 
Maybe not the weather today. No, I know. But then, you know how long... I love the weather. How, how long does it last? A couple of months and then we're back in... Oh, I don't know. My mother yesterday was saying, oh, I love Melbourne. You know, it's so lovely to see a change of season here and all the leaves off the trees. And isn't it beautiful? It's hailing this afternoon and saying, how do you feel about yeah, the weather now? She said, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go back to Sydney. <laughs> so um, anybody that's got a keen ear would have noticed that music just subtly playing in the background. Well done, Clayton. So I'm going to take this last minute and a half to thank the people that have been part of this show when I started. I had Matt Thompson, Josh Pearson, Sammy Whitehead were my panellists. I've had uh, a multitude of people across the desk uh, at the front. I want to say a special thank you to Betty Sajeki, who is the Joy Photographer. She's been exceptional in the last week in promoting the show and um, has always been a huge supporter of this show. Takes wonderful photographs and makes me look very skinny. Mm. And um, a special thank thank you to all the guests and a particularly massive thank you to Joy for allowing me to have the show in the beginning and now it's no longer mine, it's everyone's. It belongs to Clayton and Stephanie and Beck and um, I cannot thank you uh, I cannot thank you enough and um, it is a really, really unique place that we're in so I want to thank you. We've got Spirit Lounge coming up right now and at 9 o'clock we have The Woods. Good night everybody. Happy third birthday to Stand Up Straight. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.